Good morning, City Church. Welcome to another episode of City Church Together. My name is Jacob, and today is the second part of my conversation with Whitney about gratitude and great suffering. Whitney ended our last episode talking about how imagination helps us envision what the Spirit of God could do in and through us in such discouraging times. Today, we will be mainly focusing on how that imagination affects our day-to-day rhythms. So let's jump right into our conversation. When I hear the word imagination, typically I jump to escapism. And so the way I love the way that you phrase that because what you're saying is imagination almost works as a vision tool and looking beyond what is what is seen. I, I love that. And so once we start kind of getting into that imaginative mindset of seeing what God is doing among us, how does that work itself out into our actions? Yeah, no, that's a great question. And and I like that you you summarize that imagination is not uh, in the way that we're describing it, is not escapism. Um, it is taking what's true, what God has already created, and then imagining from that source as the foundation. Um, I, I love um, allegory and metaphors, C.S. Lewis's works. Um, uh, I've talked about hind's feet in high places before, and they're all, those authors are taking true things that they've read in scripture and then putting images to it. Um, I mean, we see it all throughout the Psalms of uh, God as a shield, and obviously that's personification. Um, He is not literally a metal shield, or maybe he is. I don't know. But um, it is a metaphor in the sense of like the way he protects us is like a shield. And so just the beauty of being able to see beyond what we we presently can see, especially in difficulty. And um, some of what I have been practically learning, as you were saying, about Gratitude is the grumbling, complaining, the comparison has kept me very inward focused. Like, why is this so hard for me? And, you know, I have, I've encouraged y'all to look at Psalm 13 and, and pray, how long, O Lord? But I've noticed that in some ways I sometimes get really stuck on the how long, O Lord. Um, and I kind of cap at the end, like he's dealt bountifully with me. Um, but I don't really spend um, that amount of time really cultivating um, the gratitude for um, the the salvation that God has given me and then the, the, the different blessings. Um, and so when I was trying to move from, especially in my own life from constantly, how long, Oh Lord, um, to more reflecting on, um, God, he's, you are worthy to be praised. Um, I came across Philippians four and I had thought about using this in, um, an earlier, uh, weekly council on anxiety. And it's, it's definitely a go-to for, for good reasons. Um, but in Philippians four, Um, four through, uh, nine, it says rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice, let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with Thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, what is true Whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. Um, 
especially for, for the way that my mind works, um, it goes to worst case scenarios and then makes a plan from there. Um, and, uh, that's a lot of self-protection, um, and a lot of trying to use knowledge to, to remain in control. And so I've started the practice of just repeating, um, God, help me to think on what's true, what's honorable, what's just, what's pure, what's lovely, what's commendable. And even when I can't even grasp what those specific words mean, I just recite that over and over again to sort of, uh, slow down the process of anxiety building up and, um, and fear. But this even, you know, obviously he, um, the scripture talks about, um, presenting your prayers with thanksgiving. Um, and that, you know, is a model in the Psalms. We see like you're presenting requests to the Lord, but you're also thanking him for who he is, what he has already done. Um, and so much in the Psalms always goes back to, and I have shared this before, goes back to when, um, uh, the people of Israel just got rescued from Egypt. And even though that was in itself miraculous, they, they come, you know, to the Red Sea and they're like, all right, like, this is it. Like, there's no way to cross that. And so many of us feel that way right now. Like, there's no way to do another day in my home. There is no way to do another day without social interaction. Um, the Red Sea seems like it is right upon us. And, and again, that's where the imagination of the fact that God is, God controls everything. Like God can split the Red Sea in half and he does. Um, and so the Psalms always go back to remembering that. And we, we obviously now have looking back at the cross, how we, you know, know, you know, Jesus was raised from the dead for us. He died for us. We are raised into new life with him. And so so we can always go back on, on that solid truth. And then that allows us to move out towards other people. And um, along the same uh, lines of what Brad Hambrick was talking about in his gratitude, he gave a list of um, what it looks like to to move from being self-focused to to being an encourager around us. And, and we talked about, again, how grumbling and complaining is contagious, but so is gratitude. Um, and so he lists out, um, with, uh, some of the words that I read in, in Philippians that, um, when you see the word just, you can, you can ask yourself, where do you, where do I see people going out of their way right now to make wrong things right and to make hard things better? Um, and cultivate encouraging conversations around that. You can do that with your family. Um, if you are single, you can call up a friend and you can ask them the question of where do you see people going out of their way? Where have I seen people? Um, I know we talk a lot right now about those in the medical profession and, and that's something to encourage to see, to see people, um, going out of their way to make wrong things right, to see people give money to those in need, uh, to buy groceries, to go grocery shopping for those who are immune compromised. Um, so some of what it looks like for gratitude is not just sitting down and listing out like all of your blessings for the day. Although that is definitely a good tool, like a gratitude journal is something I would encourage. Um, it's something that even kids can do. Um, but, but gratitude is more than just looking at what God has given me. Um, cause if that is our focus, um, then it's going to go back and forth between the grumbling of what God hasn't given me to the gratitude of what God has. Um, but the foundation being God has already given me everything that I need in Christ. Um, and so now I can move out and see even more how he is doing everything he promised to restore, um, it talks about uh, purity, and so you can look at where do you, where do you see honesty, integrity, and vulnerability. Um, it may be a friend who confides their emotional struggles with you, um, and and it's so important to be affirming that. And 
Um, and if you see that in your kids right now, when they say, hey, like, I'm actually really sad that I might not be able to do uh, my eighth grade sports um, because of what's going on. Rather than minimize that or just say, yeah, that's hard, like engage in that conversation because that's purity of heart, really exposing vulnerability that that you haven't seen before. Um, looking at what's lovely, where do you see people using their talent to make uplifting music or writing or all these podcasts that are going out? Um, just those are evidence of, of God's beauty in the world and how, how we are not capable of creating something from nothing, but he has, he has given that to us and and he is helping us create from what he's already created and to say it in ways that make sense to, to write literature in ways that people can connect to. Um, you know, we've done weekly counsel and video form. Now we're doing podcast form. So it's just open to whatever way people want to learn. Um, and so just acknowledging what's lovely and, and leaning into those things and encouraging other people to, um, right now, especially as I, and the list goes on and, and I can give access to Brad Hambrick's article that goes into more detail about it. But right now it is so, um, important that, that we do this for ourselves, that we cultivate, um, the ability to, to have an imagination and see beyond what is presently in front of us, but also to encourage other people to do that. And some of that is encouraging the areas you see growth in their lives. Um, I, I tell spouses all the time, especially when I know we're in the thick of like marital conflict is right now. I know that your list of things that you'd like to see change and grow is, is long. Um, and they're important things. Like I'll give you that. But in order to at all see what God can do is you're going to have to start seeing those small changes. Um, like my spouse said, thank you. Or my sp- spouse made me coffee. And that's the same thing that we, we're going to have to cultivate in ourselves now is being able to, in our conversations with people, um, if we just get a call from someone that just says, hey, I was thinking about you, uh, commending that as something honorable and, and seeing how someone went out of their way. And that seems so small. Um, but small right now is what we should be looking at. Um, all the exciting things have been removed, um, and probably for good reason so that we can, can appreciate the, the fact that God is blessing us on a regular basis. Um, Paul Tripp says it in his book, Instruments in the Redeemer's Hands. Honestly, we should be surprised that we don't suffer more with how broken our world is. And so, so cultivating the eyes to see everything good in our life as, as from him and as a blessing and as common grace and as something that we have not earned. Um, and that will, you will start to see just more joy, um, less comparison, Uh, there's so much out there, even in the medical field that gratitude, definitely it just, it helps so many things like your immune system, which would be really helpful during this time. Um, and so just gratitude will, will start to do more than just affect your mind. It will start to be an overflow into how you perceive not just this circumstance, but other circumstances to come. Gratitude and great suffering looks to what is true and maybe unseen and hard to find and doesn't look to what is present and glaring and temporal in front of us. Uh, Well, thank you for sharing. And uh, would you mind closing us in prayer? Yes, I would love to. Uh, Lord, just going back to Philippians 4, um, God, we just rejoice in, in what is true about you. We rejoice in... Um, 
the fact that you are in control, um, God, and that your goodness cannot be separated um, from your sovereignty. God, so help us to cultivate eyes that can see beyond, um, God, our present circumstances. Help us, uh, God, to cultivate eyes to see small things and small areas of blessing. Um, God, let those be louder than the things that we fear or the things that have been removed from us. Um, God, lead us in a way of um, finding sufficiency in you um, as we grieve the, the very real difficulty, uh, but also cling to, to the blessing and the, the renewing that you are doing in all of this. Uh, God, I thank you for the people of City Church, and um, God, I just ask that you continue to, to knit us together in a way where we can encourage one another with a grateful heart um, in, in the various ways that we see one another growing and, and maturing in Christ during this time. In your son's name, amen.